This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With your host, John Rush. All right. We are here. I guess the calm before the storm. Myself, Andy, Charlie. I always try to not date ourselves weather-wise, but when there's a big storm coming, like they're really hyping up and predicting, it's sort of news and you sort of talk about it. It's rolling in. Boy, I have not seen this many snowstorms in Colorado before, say, you know, March. We don't normally get this much in snow quite a in while. January, so this is... It's been quite a while. Yeah. Which we'll take it. We need the we need the water, the moisture, all that. We'll take it. Yeah, and the money's not so bad either. No, did I say that? Yes, you said that. <laughs> it's not so bad either. So basically, <laughs> everybody else's misery is good for you. Yes. Oh, okay. Way to go, John. Yes, and, and, and you know, frankly, it is actually good for the economy, despite what most people think. It really does. There's, there's many more businesses out there than you really probably realize that benefit from. You know, who bene- you know who benefits from a snowstorm? Not if it's a heavy one. Not if it's, you know, locking people down. But I'm t- just talking snow. A few inches. Theaters. Oh, yeah. People oh, my go gosh. Yeah. 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 People people yeah. get cabin fever at home, and they yeah. got to get out, and they got to go see a movie. And they don't care what the movie is, John. Throw something on the screen and let They'll us we'll give you yeah, our great money. Point. Great point. All right. Impossible question yesterday. Yep. Mark Twain's book, The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, was greatly influenced by a book published in 1605. That was Don Quixote? Quixote. Don Quixote, Dream the Impossible. There, that makes more sense. Thank you. Dream the Impossible, Dream, Tilting at Windmills. I'm Ah. not really sure how that translates to Huckleberry Finn. Well, I mean, Dream the Impossible, Dream It's me. You know way way more about this stuff than I do. I have no idea. Yeah, well, you know. It makes sense, what you just said, so. Yeah, I mean, Don Quixote. I mean, it's an influence, not a... You know, not an inspiration, so... Right. That would make sense. That would make sense, I guess. I mean, Dream the Impossible Dream would make a lot of sense for Huckleberry Finn. Okay. You sure, why not? How do you get Quixote with an X in the middle, by the way? It's Spanish. Oh, I know no Spanish. Baño. Is that Portuguese? That's about about the most I know. Agua, baño. Very good. Water, bathroom. You know, you should go there. (laughs) I should just go there and hang out. (laughs) You can help people, other people who go it's there. About the extent of my my Spanish <laughs> language, let me right show, there. Here, there. Let me show you around. That's about it for me. <laughs> okay, what about um, today? Um, today's impossible question: January seventeenth, nineteen twenty, the nation became officially blank. This new law helped organized crime flourish. This one's pretty easy, so you guys can answer this on the RushToReason dot com website. Yeah, I didn't really know until you said organized crime flourish. Then I knew. I, I'll give you another hint. For some of you car guys. It's also what started NASCAR. Most of you may or may not know that, but it's also what started NASCAR. So I'll give you a little hint there. Okay. Okay? All right. 
let's see. I want to talk about the Polis's state of the state address. Casper Stock going to be joining us here at the three thirty mark. He's going to uh, he's put his name in the ring as you I, you guys all know for the Colorado GOP chair. So we'll hear from Casper at three thirty. But I do want to talk about the state of the state. But I thought Andy, maybe we take a little bit more time with that because. I think everybody has a different difference of opinion as to the state of the state versus him, I mean. Yes. Very he, different. He has a pie in the sky, you know, you know, rose-colored glasses look at what's going on in our state. Well, you know, it's interesting, John, because Colorado for so long has been propped up economically by all the and I've talked about this before, by all the money that's just been pouring into our state from people moving here from more expensive states. And Tabor. So, Right. Well, t- that's the other thing. I was getting to that. There's been really two things. Number one, you got people selling their homes in California for a million, five, two million coming here and being able to buy a much more expensive home. That's been driving our housing industry, which drives everything, as you know. And on top of it, you got Tabor reigning in government. Those two things combined have basically made yep. it so no governor could really fail, at least not fail big time. No, you're right, Andy. You, it's pretty tough to screw that up. And yet he has done the best job you can. Well, okay, so we'll talk about that. That's okay. a great segue. Perfect. Thank you. We'll be right back. We'll talk about that. Extreme Auto Repair is up next. And days like today, you really think, wow, I should get such and such done on my car. Well, if you're not able to do some of those things on your own, you really do need to get to Extreme Auto Repair and do that. And there's not very many people anymore, even even really solid handy men, handy women, that can do those things at home. You need somebody like Extreme. You know something else that's really neat about Extreme at times like this, you know, with the weather coming in? You try to go into these shops with the weather bad, they're backed up, backed up, backed up. They got 20 bays. Right. They can help you. Oh, yeah. Exactly. KLZRadio.com, 303-841-1071. Winter is brutally hard on your vehicle. Extreme driving conditions happen every winter, and from maintenance to emergency repairs, you need a shop that you can count on. Colorado winters are hard on all the components of your car, especially with the fluctuating temperatures. So you want an expert diagnosing your vehicle. Extreme Auto has six master mechanics all dedicated to properly evaluating any issues and getting your vehicle repaired correctly, quickly, and without anything you do not need. They also offer their customers both towing services and free loaner options, so you always have a vehicle to use and a way to get around. Whether you need regular maintenance or have an urgent need, you can trust Extreme Auto to get you back on the road. For the right maintenance and repairs to prevent serious issues with your vehicle, call Extreme Auto Repair this winter for service that you can rely on at klzradio.com slash extreme. Set up an appointment today. Call 303-841-1071. 303-841-1071. All right, Bruce Simmons is next. He is our reverse mortgage professor. Any questions you've got on a reverse mortgage, give Bruce a call today. Find him at klzradio.com or 303-467-7821. A non-FHA reverse mortgage could perfectly fit your individual situation. Bruce Simmons will help you understand how a proprietary reverse mortgage could be your chance for a more strategic retirement plan. With a younger age requirement, you would have options with a proprietary loan that you would not have with a traditional reverse mortgage. The possibilities don't stop at improving your retirement plan. With Bruce Simmons, you will understand how a proprietary reverse mortgage gives you advantages that other loans can't offer. Even with a proprietary loan, there is a chance you can refinance later to an FHA-backed reverse mortgage. Bruce Simmons is your go-to resource for understanding why proprietary may be a better option for you. 
See how reverse mortgage can improve your situation now with a free consultation at klzradio.com slash reverse. Schedule online today at klzradio.com slash reverse. NMLS 409914. American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender. Denver IT Security, guys, if you've got a business, and most of you with one will have a network of some kind, is it functioning the way that it should, and is it as secure as it should be? Find out from Denver IT Security. They can do a free analysis, 720-593-6688. Remote employees can pose a big risk to the cybersecurity of your business. Smart light bulbs, smart TVs, smart thermostats, and any kind of smart-enabled device in your employees' homes can let the bad guys in and put your business in danger. Once a hacker breaches your employees' home network, they can easily jump into another network the one in your office. Denver IT Security protects your business from the hackers and viruses that easily get around standard home networks. With their help, your business systems can be monitored around the clock, so you know your operations are secure. Even when your employees are working from home, coffee shops, hotels, or airports, avoid the unnecessary risk with the certainty of cyber protection from Denver IT Security. Find out how you can secure your business now by calling 720-593-6688. That's 720-593-6688. Or go to klzradio.com security. This is Josh with Business Equipment Service. Here's a message from one of our satisfied customers. Julie says, thank you so much for a great experience and your attention to the details. I was truly impressed with what we got for our money. If you are looking into purchasing office equipment or have a problem with equipment you currently have, give us a call at 303-825-5664. God. Country. Reason. Now back to John Rush. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. All right, State of the State Address. And some of you are like, what, what, what is that? Well, you know, it, typically, and I think Polis has been pretty good at this, typically in January, the governor that is governor will come in after he's inaugurated, which Polis was a few days ago. You give a State of the State Address. Right. What are things like? What do you see? So on. Of course, today, he laid things out and, of course, started with people have always come to America in search of freedom. So he went on the whole, you know, let's talk about the migrants that are coming here, the illegal aliens, I call them, not migrants. Right. But he, he starts off talking about the illegals and the fact that the U.S. has not done a very good job of welcoming them in the past. Yeah, and by the way, have you noticed with Democrats, they never, ever, 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 ever make the difference between legal and illegal? Never. They call them migrants. It's like, look, guys, we like the legal kind a lot. We roll out the red carpet. Yep. And then he moves into, which to Andy's point earlier, which that's where this was a great segue, because his second point was many Coloradans are struggling to find a place where they can afford to live. And so he's talking, you know, he gets into talking about, you know, affordable housing. Many have been forced out of certain neighborhoods, so on and so forth. Well, that's because of what Andy just said a few minutes ago. When you have millionaires, let's call it this what they are, when they've got, you know, a million plus dollars coming out of their last home, they're able to come here and either upsize, have a, have a small mortgage or pay cash or do whatever, Andy. Yes, that's going to drive the costs up in neighborhoods. It's exactly how it works. Yeah, it's like if a bunch of us from Colorado moved to Mississippi, we'd yeah. be millionaires. Yeah, or Goodland, walking, Kansas. Or Goodland, Kansas. Exactly. <laughs> yes, we'd be millionaires. Right, right. 
and eventually, if enough of you did that, the prices would, would skyrocket. It would change the face of that town. That's how it works. Right. This isn't rocket science. It really isn't that hard to figure this stuff out. You know what really bothers me, John? And we'll get back to his address in just a second. There is, the you know, when you look at housing in Colorado, it has been driven by this by comparative millionaires moving in, moving in, moving in from failed liberal states, Correct. as we know. And that's what's also changed our politics here. But there is nothing, not one single solitary thing that Jared Polis has done to improve the economy. Nothing. Not one thing. Zero. All he's done is take credit for numbers that have been entirely generated by two things, Tabor and what I just said. Then he goes on to say that Polis, or Polis did say that Coloradans can look at California to see what decades of poor planning have done for those communities. He's talking about how with all these people coming in, the higher cost of living, you're going to spend more time in the car, you know, in transit, so on and so forth. Then he talked about the next steps to improve transportation, which, by the way, is way, way, way overdue. And no, it's not more bike paths. Yeah, it's not more bike paths. And by the way, um, okay, here would be my follow-up question. Really, sir, can you and your, your completely dem-run legislature please explain to us all the things that California puts in place that you never want to come here? Right. Go right. ahead, list them off. Right. You're going to hear crickets. And he goes on to thank two of the biggest communists we actually have serving leg- serving as legislators in the state of Colorado. That would be uh, Senator uh, Feinberg, Faith Winter, and, of course, Rachel Zinzinger. So three of the top wackos. communist wackos that you could ever dream of right. he picks to commemorate. Right. And, and what do they want us to be, California, which he just ripped on? Right. I mean, this is just ludicrous. Correct. Keep going. Then he talks about property taxes, the need to prevent steep increases in the future. Okay, what's his plan on doing that one? That one I'd like to see what his thought process is, because we've already got counties like Jefferson County, which I've talked about many times now, whereby they've you know they've closed some schools down. They want to shift those students into other schools. Where's the savings? Yeah, well, there isn't any because they want to come back to me as a Jeffco taxpayer and they want to raise my mill levy now. Oh, raise your mill so, so levy how is that lowering property for fewer taxes, schools. Andy? Yeah, for fewer schools, yes. So less product, higher price. Correct. And they're calling this what? Well, Savings for you? Well, Jeffco's not calling it anything other than they want to hire a mill levy, but then Polis is running around talking about how we need to somehow prevent steep increases on property taxes. Well, he should go talk to his communist counterparts if that's what he wants. Yeah. You know, and when he talks this these um, middle-of-the-road kind of things, because mm-hmm. what he's trying to do is position himself. Mm-hmm. I keep saying he, mm-hmm. this guy is looking at a 2024 yes, run. Yes, he is. I think, well, you and I have said that since he won the first time around. Yeah. In 20, what was it, 16. And by the way, with the or 2020, way, sorry, 2020. By the way, folks, with the way a lot of Democrats are handling Joe Biden's recent problems, it's clear they're trying to get him out of running. You know, now there are some who are going to defend him because they're, they've been colluding with him, and he'll out them if you know. But there are a lot of Democrats right now in the media and on the Hill, right, who are basically turning their back on Biden. They do not want him as the candidate because he's a bad candidate. That opens the door for really two people: Michelle Obama and Jared Polis, in my opinion. Yeah, we can get into that in the second hour. By the way, and okay. sorry, I, I should have said 2018. He was elected 2018, reelected again 2022. Right. So it'll be a total of eight years if he serves out these next four. 
to Andy's point, I guess we will see. He then talks about the senior homestead tax exemption, uh, talks about more affordable housing, of course. I, I talked about that a moment ago. He kind of follows up with that. He wants to figure out ways to make, uh, to make things more effective when it comes to dealing with homelessness, which I, I have a way of dealing with homelessness. What's your way, John? Uh, it's called a boot. Yes. Get them out of here. Done deal. You're not allowed. Yeah, and one thing I've noticed, we conservatives always draw a line between those who are truly unable. Right. And those that choose to be. And those who choose to be. Those who are able or can be able and those who are not. And we draw that line. The Democrats do not. No. He also then goes on to talk about green energy, of course. Of course. Craig, what's up, sir? Go ahead. You're next. John, you hit the ball out of the ballpark. Which one? mentioned... Well, Polis said, you know, legislators that you are the ones introducing the legislation possibly to uh, for us to forego our tax refund on Tabor. Right. Yep. Okay. Okay. He also mentioned that he wants to lower property taxes and he wants to get rid of the state income tax. So how in the heck... Are we going to pay for anything in this state if you also lower property tax and get rid of the state income tax? How is he going to fund the state? You, you, you can't, Craig. You know that as well as I. You could do it through increased, you know, increased uh, sales tax in some areas and offset some things in individual counties and cities. That would be a big one that probably would go up. But we all know, even in places where there is no sales tax, they pay a higher income or property tax. In states like Texas, where there's no income tax, you pay higher property and sales tax. I mean, they're going to get it one way or the other, is my point. There's, there's no you know, goose that laid the golden egg answer when it comes to these things. There's a certain amount of taxes every state needs to run off of. Some, by the way, waste a whole lot more than others, California being one of them. But, you know, they don't have Tabor like we do. Tabor, not saying Tabor keeps all the waste out of what happens in Colorado, but let's just say it this way. It reduces a lot of it. Well, Tabor forces them to try to balance the budget and try to live with well, We have to have a balanced budget in Colorado. That's a, that's yeah. a law we have here. So well, that yeah. has to happen. Well, so, well, state and local government print money like the federal government can. No, we, you know, we mean we can't print money. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, state and local can cannot. Yeah, we cannot print money like the feds can. That is correct. So unless you're California, and then you can just go bond it or do whatever you want to and be, I don't know, they're, they're like 20-some billion short this year on their budget. Well, again, you, you can't, he can't, he's, he's making promises that cannot be kept. Well, and to Andy's point, you can't give Andy credit here. Uh, he's playing to the middle because that's what he needs to do if he has a presidential run. Well, like you said, you know, if if he's if he's going to talk about you know lowering you know the property tax and, and get rid of the state income tax, then he needs to talk to his legislators. And yet, like you said, he mentioned them and gave them some kind of praise, for which I have no idea why. And then the two that he, the sorry the three that he mentioned, like I said, are probably the most hardcore communists, never have held a real job, never written a payroll check in their life individuals. And they're not going to want the income tax to go away. Obviously, they don't want any tax to go away. But what I mean is this. The beauty of the income tax for the left 
is that it is the most intrusive tax. It goes into your life in every way that you produce income. It's not the stuff you buy. It's none of that. No, it's so just what you produce. They can. There's nothing more intrusive and controlling. And by the way, you can also, in some states, you can divide and say basically, you know, um, on and put it in scales based on your means and how much you make and so giving that power up when you shift over to just a consumption tax when some more higher sales tax you are taking government out of people's lives because you go from a production tax to a consumption tax right and they they love taxing production yes because then they're taxing you your life that's right well one thing's for certain in his entire time in office life has only become more expensive in colorado and you know, one of the terms for people coming in and investing in neighborhoods and, you know, revitalizing them or restoring them is gentrification. They've complained about that, where people can no longer afford to live in their neighborhoods because somebody came in, you know, improved the neighborhood, you know, invested some of their own money to, you know, put in better housing, nicer housing, and then they say, well, we, have, we can't afford to live here anymore. Right. Yeah. And it's, so, you know, that's it's happening all that's up and down the front with, range. Well, that's people with money to invest in properties. And, you know, that's how, how would you stop that? That's free enterprise. That's, You're not you going know. to. That, that, that yeah. you know, that area, for example, well, we've seen it happened in, in Lodo. We've seen it happen in the Highlands area. It's happening in Wheat Ridge on the east side, starting to move towards the west side, Craig, as you know. I, I mean, it's just, it's progression. It's going to happen. And the bottom line is the more places like New York, New Jersey, Illinois, California, and these places wreck their economies, they're going to send comparative millionaires here to buy up those places. And that means the people living here can't. That's right. You're 100% correct. Well, well, Polis is on record as having signed legislation in 2018 saying that, you know, people that were undocumented, let's, let's call them that, they would not work with ICE or anybody to, you know, cooperate with the police to get these people picked up. So that is the definition of a sanctuary state. If, if you know that you have people here illegally Correct. and you do not cooperate with law enforcement to deport them, then you are – so, you know, he can call it – say we're not a sanctuary state all he wants, but we are. Yep. You're right. You're right. And somebody wanted to know, is, is Polis from – California, the answer is no. He is actually from Estes Park, the Boulder area. His folks back in the day owned a greeting card company. That's how he made all of his money in the first places when he took over that company and then sold it for millions of dollars and then took that money and, to his credit, invested it again, did it again. And he's not a dumb guy when it comes to that end of things. I will give him credit where credit's due. But, no, he is not from California. He's from the Boulder, Estes Park area. About the same. But, anyways, not from California. Right. So, just so... Well, that's all ahead, guys. No, I appreciate that, Craig. And just I want to make sure I set the record straight for those of you listening that, no, he is not from California. He is in our own backyard. He is actually a Colorado native. And... uh, No, but he wants to make all of Colorado from California. Correct. Right. And it's a reason why we had a pact during COVID with Washington State, Oregon, and California, to prove your point. 
why in the world we allowed that even, I have no idea. But when, when you're under, that's the other problem we have, folks. It's a whole other conversation, Andy, I could get into at some point. That's why these state of emergency orders, in my opinion, need to be drastically changed and fixed yes. and redone because you give far too much power to the powers that be like Polis to make a pack like he did with three other states that have nothing to do with Colorado. Well, this is just it. He used two powers that we can't vote out. Number one, other states. I can't vote people out in Oregon. Nope. And number two, all of these, uh, you know, uh, local, you know, health departments. That's what he did. Correct. Local health departments, these boards, I can't vote them out. I can't vote out Oregon. So he used those to yep. make me live like him. That's right. All right. Up next, we'll have Casper join us here in just a minute. Casper Stockham, Absolute Electrical Heating and Air is up next. So anything you need when it comes to your HVAC, your furnace, especially as we get into this colder weather here midweek, anything you need, if you got a problem, give Absolute a call today. They'd love to help you out. 720-526-0231. Your furnace isn't working, and now you're worried that spending the money to repair or replace it will affect you in the long term. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air offer peace of mind financing options so that you can take care of your family without breaking the bank. Whatever situation you're in, from repairs to installation, they have financing available to ease your stress. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air gives you choices so you can find the financing that meets your unique individual needs. They have plans with low monthly payments and interest as low as 0%. No matter what needs to get done in your home, Absolute has a multitude of payment plans that make it affordable for you and your family. Easily schedule any service today at 720-526-0231 or visit klzradio.com slash absolute today. And be sure to mention KLZ and get a limited time $59 furnace tune-up. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, Solar Energy Partners, find out if solar is a good fit for you. The best way to do that is get a free analysis, no obligation. Talk to Alan today, 303-378-7537. Be ready for the sunniest time of the year. Start planning for solar now. Alan Davis at Solar Energy Partners gives you the option to defer payments on your solar energy system for 18 months. And at the same time, you can immediately begin reaping the rewards of solar energy by banking up credits. Starting the process now means that you can use your fully installed and finished solar panels during the sunniest time of the year. You still immediately reap rewards even if you don't defer any payments because the payments you are currently making will never increase on you and will eventually be paid off. Getting solar now means that you are no longer throwing away your money every month by forking it over to the power companies that's likely going to raise your rates anyway. Alan's top priority is saving you money and getting you ready now for the benefit of financially secure energy future. Call Alan Davis at Solar Energy Partners now to set up a consolation appointment. 303-378-7537. 303-378-7537. Or visit klzradio.com slash sun. All right. Up next, we've got Veteran Windows and Doors, Dave Bancroft. And again, this type of weather, you think about windows and doors and drafts and things like that. Dave's got a great way to help you upgrade those things and in most cases can save you a lot of money over what a lot of the other window and door companies will actually do. And there is no high pressure sales. He wants no regrets when you buy something from him. Call Dave today, 303-529-0720. You signed with another window company and now there's a sinking feeling in your stomach. You paid too much, and you didn't get what you really wanted. 
Veteran Windows and Doors won't accept buyer's remorse because they work on a relational model, ensuring you get what you really want from all the options available to you. When you make a purchase with Veteran Windows and Doors, you'll know it was the right choice because they prove it to you, not only through their five-year installation guarantee or lifetime warranty, but they also beat their competition prices by 30 to 50% because they want to save you money wherever they can, even if it's a negligible amount. Veteran Windows and Doors doesn't want to be the most profitable, They want to give the customer a higher quality product, installation, and to give them what they want at a lower price. Get what you want. Call Dave at Veteran Windows and Doors before you sign on the dotted line. 303-529-0720. That's 303-529-0720. Or fill out the contact form at klzradio.com slash windows. This is Rush to Reason. Brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Myself, Andy Pate, Charlie Grimes, of course, your engineer. Casper Stockham joining us now. Casper, how yes, are you? I'm I haven't doing, seen you for a while. I'm doing extremely well. Yeah, it's been a bit. Good to see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My ears were burning last week, things, so well, things come yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Weston was on, and your yeah. name came up, and yeah. glad you're here. Yeah, so yeah. You're, you're one, and I don't, I, you know, I don't even keep tabs on this like I probably should, uh, but you are you are one individual that's thrown your hat into the ring for the Correct. Colorado GOP chair spot. Yes, there are three official candidates right now. Okay, so three. Yes. Okay, which are because I don't know the names. Eric Odlin, okay. who ran for CD seven uh, over on the west cycle. side of town, yep. right? Yeah. And then Aaron Woods, who is a newbie to the political scene. Okay, so Aaron Woods, Eric Adlin, and you. Correct. Okay, so because at one time there was a few more than that, and I guess some of those folks have well, no longer no, kept their so, name in the ring, or what? So there were names being thrown around, like Sheriff Reams and so forth, but none of those were official. Okay. There's people, you know, hiding and all and so forth, but none of those folks are running. Uh, Greg Lopez was in for about a week and a half, two weeks, and then he dropped out, but he is going to be the chair of the Colorado Hispanic Republicans. Nice. I think that was a good yeah, move. Good move. I, yeah, I've talked, I've talked to Greg since then, and he and I are going to be working together a lot to help get our party back on track. Yeah, good position for him. And, yeah. I, and, and, and again, I like you and yeah. Greg both. Okay, so give us your, you know, your elevator pitch for why you should be the GOP chair. Absolutely. So um, last week when you guys were talking about it, you said, well, I don't know who would want this. Well, I ran. <laughs> well, that, yeah, no comment, but that yeah. was yeah, I wasn't yeah. going to add that, but I, I wouldn't yeah. touch you with yeah. a 10-foot pole. So, I, uh, I, you know, I understand. Good, good luck to you. I understand it. But um, I ran two years ago. And I came in third at that time. Uh, I threw my support behind Christy, and she won. And, uh, you know, I was on the executive committee, and, and I've been a candidate. I've been a candidate trainer. I've been a campaign manager. I've been a precinct worker, ex-con board member. I've been an advocate in the community, uh, working to get the conservative message into black and Hispanic communities. For 10 years, I've been working on this plan. So people ask me, what changed? Well, nothing changed. That's the point. We keep doing the same things over and over and over, expecting different results. So I said, well, I'm going to run again this time. I'm going to get in early. So I announced on the 7th of December, and I've been out here ever since then. Um, I'm gaining a lot of ground. I was the only, candidate, the only official candidate for a while until a couple of weeks ago when Eric and um, Aaron got in the race. Okay. But, you know, I, I've, um, I have a written plan. Like I said, I've been working on this for a long time. And I know what we need to do to win. I just, it's frustrating when you know, you know, like Andy has a lot of great messaging uh, um, 
things as well. So it's frustrating when you know what we should be doing and we're not doing it. Yeah, so, we talk about it all the time. I exactly. mean, it's really, to me, there's not a ton of secrets when it comes to that. But, right. you know, we talk about it all the time. Yeah. Can I jump in on this for a second? Because, you know, what I see as one of the big problems mm-hmm. here in Colorado with the Republican Party is mm-hmm. we've got Republicans strewn throughout the state. They're mm-hmm. everywhere, right? Yeah. But they have wonderful priorities. They have wonderful principles. And they don't know how, simply because they're not trained. Yeah. They don't know how exactly. to share them. Exactly. Now, I've been teaching for you know, many years yes, on how have. to share them, yes, but have. I have never had the state party say, hey, Andy, can we send you to, you know, place after place, district after district after district? Can you train them very simply yeah. in a very simple way how to affect those around them? Well, we've never to, had that. Yeah. And ever. not to suck up to you, Andy, but once I'm chaired, that's going to happen. <laughs> okay. We're going to be sending you and others out to do exactly that. What I suggest... Oh, what I say we have right now is a PMI problem, PMI, and the P stands for purpose. Our purpose is off as far as the Republican Party is concerned. When we first started the party, not we, but when the Republican Party first launched, it launched to end slavery. That was a strong purpose. I mean, mm-hmm. people died. Agree. Thousands of people died for that purpose. And then you move into the 60s with civil rights, fighting for civil rights legislation. That was Republicans fighting for that. Also a strong purpose. People died in that as well and and were hurt and so Mm -hmm. forth. Fast forward to today, what is our purpose? You know, we're kind of floundering around and stuff. You know, our purpose is, no, put that down, put that away, don't do that. At at Casper, you're, you know, really, you know, kind of preaching to the choir, if you would, because I've been saying, you know, Andy and I both on this program, I I say it almost weekly. If you were to go ask the folks that Andy just talked about, those Republicans right. that are around the state, what is the purpose, not nationwide, yeah. but what's the purpose in Colorado Correct. of our current GOP? You're, you're going to get a different answer from every exactly. person you ask. Exactly. So my solution is I call Operation OUST. Operation I like acronyms if you haven't been able to tell. So OUST stands for outreach. We have to do a better job of outreach and make it a priority, not a secondary, well, maybe be nice to do. We have to do outreach because we don't have the numbers to win, even if 100% of Republicans voted. We True. still don't have them. You're correct. We have to have that middle. So, so we have to do that. And I happen to have a master's degree now because I've been doing it for 10 years or, or you know, a doctorate or whatever it's called because I've been doing it for a while. The U stands for unite. That's going to be the hardest part because to Andy's point and, and, and others, we are so fractured right now, right? And we've got people that are anti, uh, um, um, anti-Trump and, and, and pro-Trump and, and all the people right. in the middle. So somebody has to be able to talk to both sides without calling each other names and bring those sides together. I'll be focused on the 80% that binds us, not the 20% that okay. we argue about. So I'll be focused on 80%. The S stands for support. We have to support our county um, officials better. We have to support our candidates better. And I've been a candidate. I know what that feels like, not getting the support. And we have to support our voters and our volunteers better. Okay. And the T stands for training. I run a, a training organization right now to train candidates. Um, so we have to do a better job of training. And we need thousands of people trained, not just a few hundred. Okay, uh- Go ahead. Yeah. Can yeah. I go we'll, first? We'll do the call after okay. you. Okay, great. Um, here's my only problem. Mm-hmm. I love all that. Yep. Love it all. Mm-hmm. 
The word oust, though, doesn't sound like any of that. It doesn't sound like outreach, unity, support, training. It sounds like <laughs> you're, kicking you're the out. grassroots guy who wants to throw out the establishment. It doesn't sound unifying at all. It sounds the opposite coming in. And I would suspect that a lot of the grassroots really like the sound of that. Mm-hmm. And by the way, at times, so do I. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but, but you know, it doesn't yeah. sound unifying. Do you see yeah. what I'm saying? No, I get it. And and. Else is going to mean different things to different people. Right. So for for the grassroots, they're going to say, "Yeah, we're going to get those people out." Right. Else, those rhinos. Else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But but what I'm talking about is the the mediocrity. Mediocrity. Yeah, the mediocrity right now that we have in the party. That's what I want to oust. I want to get rid of that progressive thought process and get us back to the Constitution. Get us back to the Republican Party platform. So I want to oust that that mindset that's keeping us from doing more of those things okay mark and black forest you're up go ahead sir hey um yeah casper um my experience is um the uh, the elites the the rhinos uh, do not want to change their ways so um i think we have no mark let me uh, let me correct you really quick nobody wants wants to change change their ways (laughs) because most people resist change but yes i understand what you're saying but i just want to make sure i threw that in there because typically no one likes change yeah Right, right. Well, um, I think we need to actually be uh, inclusive as well as exclusive. We need to exclude these people who are really not going to and do not intend to follow the platform. I I consider the party as like a club, and we need to police our members. We're not doing that, and we get undermined it every time. So uh, do you you believe in that? Yeah, so that's a part of the process, but it's not the main part. The main part is getting our act together. We're we're, we're a dysfunctional family right now, so we got to to work on that. And what and, you said earlier is we're gonna you're gonna focus mm-hmm. on the eighty percent of the family that you know you can affect and change, exactly. and the other ten and ten, yeah. whatever. Yeah, Do you yeah. want to be you know, I, you know well, Uncle Grouchy Joe that shows up for dinner? We're just and, gonna avoid you. And those people are going to be there as long as they vote Republican. I still like them. <laughs> I want them to vote Republican. Yeah, I was. I want them to vote Republican. The Democrats are masters at being able to deal with the AOCs and the Bernie Sanders, and and they're fussing and fighting. But at the end of the day, they all come together and vote Democrat. So we need to come together and vote Republican, and that's what I'll be talking about to those factions. Casper, going off of what Mark is saying for a moment, give me a central vision of what it means to be a Republican and how some Republicans might depart from that. So much that you might say, hey, you're a rhino, you're a Republican in name only, yeah. you're not part of this. Yeah, so I've been called a I mean, rhino. L- l- let me throw out an example really quick. Liz Cheney. Uh-huh. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, so, well, Liz Cheney, <laughs> you want to mess me up like that? I went, so, I went extreme. Yeah. I went big. So, <laughs> well, on so, the same token, and you said a moment ago, you started to say you've been called a rhino. By yeah. the way, so have Andy and yeah, I, so you're yeah. in good company, so, I guess. Yeah, so I got called a rhino because <laughs> after, after the primary, I was supporting Greg Lopez during the primary uh-huh. for governor. Yeah. Yeah. He lost, so I, um, through my support, but behind Heidi. Which I is the way out, it's supposed to work. Which is the way it's Thank supposed you, to work. Yes. That's what Republicans are yes. supposed yeah, to do. They're both yes. fine so, candidates. Exactly. So I reached out to Heidi. We, we spoke. Um, I joined her campaign. I was on the ground trying to help her win. And we did some really good stuff in the inner city, by the way, for Heidi and Danny. But I was called a rhino for doing that. So I think that the term rhino now has lost a lot of his luster. I agree with you on that. People, Agreed. Because everybody's a rhino now. What about the term establishment? 
same thing but but the establishment to me is a little different than a rhino because the establishment to me is someone that may not even be in politics they just control the money and and they're not willing to give it up unless this this and this happens all right I see. yeah but um as far as liz cheney goes yeah go ahead mark good so uh i guess what i think would would help a lot is um you know preventing preventing uh, these people from getting into the party. Okay, well, that's impossible. Um, could we? Well, why? Why? <laughs> well, because... It's a, it's a free private, country. Yeah, yeah. So it's an it's, open system. You can't, I can't stop you from registering as a Republican. Now, what I can mm-hmm. highlight is if you come into a party situation where you want to run for an office, I can highlight the fact that yesterday you were a registered communist. <laughs> you know, right. I can point that out. Right. But I can't stop you yeah. from registering as a Republican. Nor, nor Mark, no, in the way no, that our system works, there. can you stop that person from volunteering either. Right. You can't even stop but, them from running. No, no, you cannot. No. But we can that's shine kind of, light on it. In a way, that's we kind do, of the beauty of our system, yeah. but I think, and Mark, you know, bear with me here, but in not to take anything mm-hmm. away from Casser, but I think this is where, and I've been talking about this for a while now, we've got to do a better job of of fostering excellence in the party Correct. and raising up those candidates that we know in certain areas especially we have a real golden chance of winning. And Correct. honestly, Mark, we are not doing that at Correct. all. Correct. As so you know. No way, there's no way to vet these people what, before they run Okay, for but vetting, vetting is different than what you said. Okay, you said keeping them out. We can't keep them out, but we can vet. And we should be doing some of that. And, and, again, and Mark, the other way you do this, not to take anything from Casper, but when it comes to the primary end of things and even in the caucus end of things in Colorado, if there's a particular person that gets vetted that you realize is only here to disrupt the party and it really isn't here to help and become a real true Republican, and I'm not saying people can't change from Democrat to Republican and become a conservative right. because it happens mm-hmm. and it can, yeah. but, but can you vet them to where you don't have those individuals uh, interrupting or interfering with what we have going on our side? And yeah, I think that's where the GOP chair has to come in, do training, and let all of our local representatives know exactly what they should be looking for to make sure that we are, even though to Andy's point, they can freely run, but you need to run strong people against them so that and, they don't end up winning. Yeah, and people think the party does the vetting, and it's kind of not true because in the bylaws, we can't do the vetting. Okay, we're supposed to be neutral. Well, Correct. Oh, well, if we if we go through the assembly process, is the vetting process. But yes. unfortunately, we've got that law where independents can vote for uh, Republicans in the primary, but not in the assembly. But not in the assembly, Mark. Two different things. Well, act, well, I guess what I meant to say is we've got the ability of of people to bypass the assembly process, which is our vetting yes, process. Yes, they can petition, petition on. on. The, yeah. They can on petition on. Yes, yeah. and, and then that, you've got the that, open primary. primary. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's a problem. Well, it it is, although, Mark, go back to, I don't know if you heard Andy and I talking about this a couple of weeks ago, but if we as a party in Colorado had our act together and it was a fun place to be a part of, you'd find some of those people that are now unregistered, that are independents, I should say, that are registered independents, not Republicans, possibly coming back into the fold if we actually made it more fun to be a part of what we do. Yeah, and I've had several people reach out to me and say, you know, if you're the chair, I'm coming back. I've had people already come back because I'm running for chair. I've had people say that they're going to start donating to the county parties and to the state party because of the anticipation of me getting there and being able to do some really good things. So, I mean, your points are well taken, Mark. Problem is, w- you're you're looking at the end result, and we have to have somebody to coordinate all of that on the front side yeah. to make what you're saying happen. Which I agree with everything you're saying, but it's not a rubber stamp, is no. what I guess I should no. say. Absolutely. 
Nope. Right. Makes sense. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, does. the last thing we want uh, is we, leadership that does go, take sides and dictates who our candidates are and things like that. Correct. Can't do that. Now, right. now, that's been happening, by the way, forever <laughs> behind the scenes. Right. Yeah, but I'm not a fan of it, Casper. I'm not a fan of it either, but I'm saying it's been happening and it's been going against the bylaws and that's not going to happen under my watch. We're going to go back to transparency in the process. We're going to go um, back to um, just following the bylaws until we change them. Right. And right now in the bylaws, you have to be neutral. Okay, we'll come right back. Casper's talking with us again. He is running for the Colorado GOP chair. Which assembly is when, Casper? The uh, meeting is on March the 11th in Loveland. March, March 11th. 11th. So it's coming up, Loveland. folks. All right, yes. we'll be right back. Hi-Fi Plumbing is next. And again, as we get through some of these cold spells and different things, you may need some plumbing uh, help. Things can, can come up. You also may want to do some upgrades. Whatever it happens to be, Hi-Fi Plumbing is there for you. It's 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. You pay too much money on your energy bill, heating water that just ends up coming out lukewarm anyway. Don't waste any more money on your inefficient water heater. High Five Plumbing will help you choose a new water heater that's not only more efficient, but match what your household's water usage needs are, too. When installing your new water heater, High Five's top priority is to provide you with stellar service and an installation that you are satisfied with, which is why they offer a two-year parts and labor warranty on your new water heater. While they are there, they can even customize the pressure and temperature threshold of your home's water system to how you like it. Schedule your replacement with the experts at High Five Plumbing today by calling 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or by filling out their contact form at klzradio.com slash plumbing right now. Mention KLZ for a free in-home water quality test and waived service fee. For our listeners only, High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. Golden Eagle Financial. Again, if you've not talked to your financial planner in a while, you need to talk to Al Smith at Golden Eagle Financial. Don't forget, Al's got a program on Wednesdays as well from 2 to 2.30. You're free to listen in as well. He's got an event coming up January 24th also. Call him at 303-744-1128. You've spent your entire life working hard to provide for your family. Make sure your family will be provided for with appropriate life insurance and proper asset management through Golden Eagle Financial. Ensure that everything you've worked for doesn't end up being a crutch for your family. They should be well informed of what to do when you pass, so your lifelong hard work doesn't go to waste on expenses, bills, and funeral costs. When you plan proactively, you're also ensuring that your money is expertly positioned, so it has a higher likelihood to work favorably for your family. Working with Golden Eagle Financial today will give you the peace of mind that they will be provided for later. Get a fresh look at your financials for your family today by calling Golden Eagle Financial, 303-744-1128, 303-744-1128, or visit klzradio.com slash money. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors, an SEC-registered advisor. All right, Michael Bailey Law, mobile estate planning. Make sure that your estate is in order. It's one of the things you want to do prior to death because afterwards there's nothing you can do and you have no idea what's going to happen and how how much of a disarray you're going to leave things. So get with Michael today, 720-394-6887. Protect your kids from the guesswork. Without a clear legal document describing your wishes, your kids may be left trying to interpret what mom would want them to do. Instead, tell them clearly what mom does want by writing it down with Michael Bailey Law. KLZ's mobile estate planner understands how life can get in the way, so he's made the process as painless as possible. Book a virtual appointment online. 
find a link to Michael Bailey's website at klzradio.com slash estate. Not only do you own your own business, but you also manage it, work for it, and run it. It makes sense that you're tired of your business running you. Change that with coaching from small business coach John Rush. When you're in that situation, you can't afford to just stop what you're currently doing. You need outside help. Otherwise, you're just putting another job on yourself. John's years of experience as the owner of a small business himself allows him to help you set realistic and attainable goals that change the way you approach your work. When you commit to working with John, he can help you make your business more profitable in six months or less. Email John Rush right now to get your operation running for you again. Set up a free 30-minute consultation at john at rushtoreason.com. That's john at rushtoreason.com. Or fill out the contact form at klzradio.com slash john. Live and local, back to Rush to Reason. And welcome back to Rush Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. John Rush together with Andy Pate in studio with us is Casper Stockham, who is running for the Colorado GOP state chair. Casper, I got a question that's a little hard to define and hard to answer. You ready? Sure. Go okay. I've actually liked a lot of the, the state chairs we've had. I liked Steve House. I liked KBB. I liked them. But my problem wasn't so much with them. My problem was this. It seems like if you want to make a difference, you got to be in the inner circle. And I don't care if it's a liberty movement inner circle or a moderate's inner circle. It's like if you're not one of the elites, you can't break through. And how are you going to change the feeling? Because I'm telling you what, I'm not the only one who feels this way. There are a lot of Republicans out there who look at the state party and feel like, man, if I'm not one of the elites, I can't make a difference. I give up. How are you going to change that? Well, um, I push back and disagree with what you're saying. I believe that we can make a difference. I know as chair I can make a difference. I tried to make a difference on the XCOM board, but I voted one way and they voted the other way. Um, When I was working with Heidi in the community, we were doing some really good stuff, but we only had two months to get something done as opposed to two years. We have to start earlier in that process. So as chair, I can make sure that happens. So I'm really not – I'm not hooked on the fact that – a lot of the the powers that be or whatever aren't excited about me. But guess what? I'm the chair they actually need. I know I, know I may not be the chair they want, but I'm the chair they need because I'm going to bring in positive change so we have more outreach going on. We have more youth involvement because I'm gonna have, I have a plan for that. We're going to have more black and Hispanic involvement because I have a plan for that. The other chairs, they were good chairs, but they didn't have a plan to do any of this stuff that I'm talking about. I'm going to... Um, I have a plan to have more um, Christian involvement. The other chairs really wanted it, but they never really had a plan to go get it. I have a plan to go get it. Okay. Question came in from a listener on the text line. Is Casper willing to quit if he does not follow Republican constitutional values? I don't have any (laughs) idea who that's coming from. I I don't even know what that means. I'm not sure I do either. Yeah, willing to quit what? So I'm, I'm a constitutional Christian conservative. I've been solid on that. The entire time I've been alive almost. So that's not going to be a problem for me. Um, I do know that this is a commitment that I'm willing to make six year commitment. I do know that after the first two years, though, if I don't produce, I'm going to go the way of the Dota bird just like the rest of them. But I am confident in the first two years we're going to have more voter 
registration number, higher voter registration numbers. We're going to be in the millions as opposed to right now we're like 900 some thousand. Okay. We're going to have more youth involvement. How do I know? Because we're going to focus on that. Question I have for you, because I know we're getting tight on time here. When it comes to candidates that everybody may not like, and we had a great example of this this last go around, Joe O'Day, who Mm -hmm. ran against Tom Hanks, or ran against Ron Hanks, not Tom Hanks. I keep saying Tom. (laughs) Ron. Ron Hanks. And and Ron was a huge disappointment as far as I'm concerned. It was all said and done. But regardless, Joe ended up petitioning on, got the primary. Mm -hmm. You know, he he won the primary. And at that point, you know, my my vote was, you know, my support was behind him. He was the guy with the R next to the name running against Michael Bennett. How would you as a chair unify and because i feel one of the biggest reasons we lost that race we had a really squishy candidate that we should have been able to beat in michael bennett and we blew it yeah yeah big time so so i'm not blaming um, anybody i'm just saying we blew it 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 requires the chair to do some leadership things but it also requires for the candidate to do some leadership things and i've been a little critical on joe not not you know look well, Joe uh, had a bad campaign manager no doubt about that i've been very critical of that when you when you win a primary like that the first thing you do is not take a victory lap. The Correct. first thing you're supposed to do is do a unity lap. Correct. Right? Get on the radio and say, look, I know you didn't vote for me. I know this, that, and the other, but Correct. we are Republicans. We're going to get through this. We're, you know, That's Correct. how you do it. I agree. So now the chair also can be involved with that because in past chairs, um, during tough primaries, like the governor – the gubernatorial primary that happened a couple cycles back with Walker Stapleton and Greg mm-hmm. Lewis. So what they did was they started down in, down south like in Pueblo, and they did a unity tour all the way up the front range to where all the candidates, um, mm-hmm. Walker Stapleton, Greg Lopez, and the other two guys, they all got together and backed Walker, Walker Stapleton. That should have happened in Agreed. the um, Senate race as well. All right, we only have one minute left. Bob and Thornton, one minute. Go ahead, sir. Okay, this is going to be short. Uh, I moved here 49 years ago from New York. Uh, you couldn't find a you couldn't find a uh, liberal in this state with a bloodhound. Now you can't find a conservative. You just weren't in the right parts of the state, yeah, Bob, because yeah. they were there. They trust were there, me. Yeah. In Denver, for sure. you, if you if you were in my area in Boulder, they were there. Yeah, trust yeah, me, for sure. I, well, I'm talking about the Front Range, and it used to be uh, uh, Colorado Springs was pretty much uh, Republican. Correct. Now that's tr- changing Correct. from Colorado. Correct. Springs up the I-25 corridor to Fort Collins, you're screwed. The okay. rest of the state is Republican, rural, but there's nobody living there. And it's too late. State too is la- gone. No, gone. it's not gone. All it's right, not I'll gone. Like, I'll let you go with that, yeah. Bob. And, and Charlie, we'll move this next break into one of our next hours to let Casper finish up. Go ahead, yeah. Casper. It's not gone. We can um, bring things back. We have to get serious about outreach. We have to get serious about doing the things that make the party attractive again to the unaffiliated voter. I have a plan that's on my website. Um, it's a written plan detailing all this stuff. You can go to Casper for F-O-R, Colorado.com, Casper for Colorado.com. We will change this around. And, and Bob, not to argue, but I've lived in this state not, well, longer than you, actually. I've been here 58 years because I'm a native. Granted, I was a very young boy uh, back in the you know mid-60s, but I can tell you that uh, this state was more conservative at one point. But the one thing I keep correcting Republicans in this state on over and over again is we have been a blue or purple state, maybe is probably the better way to say We've been a purple state for a, for my entire lifetime because we were not a red state even when I was no. a kid. Yeah. Is there hope? Well, I'm like Casper. I always believe that there's definitely hope. It's a matter of having the right leadership with the right plan to execute that, bringing people together to then get it done. Yep. 
Yeah. Yeah. The, the, um, the thing is we, Oh, I lost my train of thought for a second, but we can do this. I know we can do it. And I know that the unaffiliated voters are watching. Okay? Agreed. They're watching the Democrats and Republicans. Agreed. They look at Republicans as a party of no, and the Democrat party is a party of yes, even though the yes that they're talking about is government involvement or government help. Our help comes from the free market. Our help comes from business mm-hmm. and growth and all that, all those things. We have to be able to translate that information to the unaffiliated voter to where they can see us as a party that has solutions. Mm-hmm. When we do that, we'll start winning more elections. Casper, again, it's Casper, F-O-R, Casper4Colorado.com. That's a place to go. We'll have this link up on our website a little later tonight as well. If you Thank you. are Appreciate driving you and you forgot any of that, you can go find that later as well. Casper, we'll have you back. Yes, sir. Best of luck and uh, appreciate you joining us very much. Thank you, John. All right, we'll be right back, guys. Hour two is next. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.